So this is episode one of the Assemble at the Treehouse podcast. I am your host, at Geensdangles on Twitter. Uh, to my right is... Speediest underscore sloth, a.k.a. the world's fastest sloth. We're going to be talking about uh, fucking, I don't know, politics stuff, I guess. We're going to talk a lot about YouTube guys. And media. Like, if you listen to this, I don't respect you, this and is... you're a rat. Like, you shouldn't, it's going to be awful. This I don't want to be here, I don't want to do this. But at the end of the day, like, if you have a Twitter you know, account. they say, a group of white men is called a podcast, and yeah. by white left or whatever. Like, so, the first so, thing we're going to talk about, probably, go ahead. The first thing I want to do podcast is have the first segment of every episode be the hosts and their guests talk about their week like things they've done yeah people are, or uh people are excited to hear about yeah, that or or uh media they've consumed so that it makes you feel like you're sitting in a room with your friends instead <laughs> of listening to a bunch of podcast freaks i want to be clear anyone who follows me on twitter is my friend even if i don't follow you back even if i have you muted you are my best friend. I respect you. I love you. Can you can come stay at my house. Uh, if you're a woman, you follow me. Uh, you are my wife, you know, etc. This is going to be awful because we did this once already. And was bad. I was kind of drunk, but I've been drinking since then. So it's, it's going to be really fucking rough. Have you watched any good movies lately? Yeah. So hit me with it. Hit me, hit you with it. You've so been my, watching a lot of Criterion collections. Yeah. Because my, my, so my family got Disney Plus and they let me have a profile on it and i felt bad about that because i'm contributing to the horrible monopoly that is disney yeah. and um i've been using that account to just watch the simpsons like early simpsons that's good season one of that show is fucking weird there's some yeah, very weird strange shit early simpsons is very strange you've been watching a lot of criteria like, yeah so i got so i felt guilty about the disney thing so instead well not instead but in addition i got a criterion subscription criterion channel subscription so I've been watching a lot of movies on that. Shit, I've watched a bunch of Andre Tarkovsky movies. I watched Stalker, which is like one of my favorite movies now. Sloth and I watched um, The Mirror, which is a don't movie. understand that movie. Yeah, which is like a weird like movie about like the Russian. It's about his like it's about his dad, and it's also about the history of like the Soviet Union. And it's not chronological. It's it, like Pulp Fiction in that sense. It's not like Pulp Fiction at all. But no. like it's told not chronologically. You said what? It's like a song kind yeah, of. Yeah, Tarkovsky in like interviews would talk about. It. He'd be like, "Yeah, I, I based it like the the way it's structured around like more of song structure than like a chronological logical thing." It's a great description of that. Which is like yeah, because it's like thematically related scenes next to each other instead of like chronologically related. I scenes. read a book for a class a few years ago called Life and Fate, which was. Basically, a Russian retelling of well, not a Russian retelling. Uh, it was written by a man named Vasily Grossman, who was a uh, who was a, a Soviet like reporter, war reporter, and he wrote this book. And it's kind of like War and Peace, but it's set during World War II, and it was censored by the Soviets for years. It's very it's interesting. It's not anti-Soviet, but it's kind of anti-Stalinist. It's really it's highly recommend reading. It's like fucking five hundred pages, six hundred pages. But like, it's also kind of in that vibe where like you read it. It's not totally chronological. It follows, like, eight different people. I couldn't keep the name straight. Maybe that's just me being a dumbass. But, like, at the end of the book, I couldn't tell you what happened throughout the story, but I thoroughly enjoyed reading it, and I felt like it, it changed me as a person, and I, I took something away from it. That's what watching the mirror felt like. It's like, okay, it, 
there's a lot of scenes in this that are like really like powerful. Taken together, the whole movie is really powerful. But again, I could not tell you what happened. But I also was mostly on my phone for like half of it, and also I was drinking. So like, yeah, maybe I'm just a dummy. And if you like speak Russian or something, you be like, no, that movie's normal, and you're just stupid. But like, you know, if you have access to it, I would say watch it. Yeah. It's cool to watch good movies. You, you know, when I was a young, when I was a young child, my parents made me watch a lot of like good movies, like a lot of old movies that were like, you know, good. And I didn't get a lot out of a lot of them because, like, what are you gonna do as like a, like a nine year old or like a twelve year old watching like some heavy ass like Battle of Al- I watched a Battle of Algiers when I was like fourteen. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is about really, but like, I am a strong believer that like you should expose your kids to like that type of stuff, and if they don't get it, that's fine. They're just gonna appreciate it the way that a child does, but like, then they'll go back to it as adults and appreciate it more. Like, it's not any worse than, like, making your kids watch, like, the Rugrats or fucking what the kids watch these days. Like, fucking some awful TikTok shit, probably. Yeah, probably. Like, it's not any, like, the worst case scenario, they're not getting any less out there than if you were giving them a swamp. We had Friendly's yesterday when I went out with our friends. The best, the best restaurant. Best restaurant, the only good restaurant. Uh, A bunch of teenagers were there. They were making TikToks in the bathroom. And that made me feel like I was, like, ancient. I feel a hundred years old. But... The movie I really liked was Stalker, which is also Tarkovsky, and that that movie is fantastic because it's just it's three hours of guys walking around in fields talking based about on like a video game. Yeah, it's based on a video game. No, the game is based on the kind of because yeah. it's a very popular thing in Russia or Eastern Europe. Russia's cool, yeah. but um, it's cool because it's just like talking about politics and metaphysics and shit. It's like it's his last Russian movie because they did not want him to release it. It's like oh, this is. Kind of not. This like it's very thinly veiled. Where it's like, oh, this is the state is kind of like doing some bad shit with this. Oh, uh, they're probably not happy about that. It was nineteen seventy one though, so it was like, oh, there's still ten years in Soviet Union. I have a theory. Twenty about, years, dumbass. Yeah, I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory about film censors in like the Soviet Union or like any like like any or any other kind of state that has like heavy censorship, which is like. If you make a movie that's sufficiently confusing, even if it isn't, like, an explicit criticism of, like, the state or the regime or whatever, if they don't understand it, they're just going to be like, this might be subversive, so fuck you. Like, or you can make a movie that is openly subversive and they say fuck you, but, like, like, there's a lot of movies in American history that were, like, like, oh, fuck, what's that movie called? It's about, like, fucking coal miner strikes, and it was one of the, like, with babes and banners, I think. No, wait, that might be the other one. Shit. This is awful. I hate not knowing the name for stuff. It's a movie about coal miners on strike in, like, the Southwest that were mostly Mexican, but Mexican-Americans. It was made in the 50s by, like, a bunch of communists. It's a cool movie. Most of the actors are actual coal miners and their families, which is, like, a thing that communists love to do in movies. It's a good-ass movie, and it was, like, blacklisted and shit. Uh, but it's not, like, subtle. I mean, it's, like, open, like, communist propaganda. It's, it's a movie about how the union beats the bosses, and it's, like, good. And it's, like, I mean, there's there's a place for that. I've said this before. It's, like, okay, there's, like, Marxist film that's, like, weird jack-off Marxist film that, like, a bunch of weird Italians make where you don't know what's happening. And that's fine and good. I, I don't want to talk smack. And then there's, like, Boots Riley where he's, like, what are a movie about how unions are cool and it's good to kill your boss? And, like, that's also fine. There's a place for, like, just open propaganda. But, like... Both of those things are going to get censored by, like, censors where places have that type of thing. Mm. Which is why free speech is good. Uh, 
Because, like, black shit's bad. either you, A, you go, oh, this is propaganda, we can't have this, or B, you just go, I don't understand this, it might be bad, get rid of it. But anyway, yeah, Tarkovsky, very cool. You also watched a David Lynch film. Yeah, we watched Eraserhead, I watched that with yeah, Sloth boy. at midnight one night, and he got really sick because of so it. So, I was getting over, like, a kind of a bad cold, but I was like, okay, again. I was like, alright, I can go out again. And then I watched Eraserhead, for those who you have seen this, you'll kind of understand, like, after watching that movie, I became sick again for about two days. It's a Lynch film, so it's hard to describe. It's a Lynch, Lynch film, and it just makes you feel it's the mo It's the most Lynch, Lynch film, It's his honestly. first film. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's set in this kind of weird dystopian, like, industrial... It's set in, like, Philadelphia, basically. Uh, but, like, that's worse. where it's, it's filmed. That's what Philadelphia is. That's what Philly's like. Uh... This guy has a baby with this woman, and the baby's, like, fucked up looking and not human. And, like, I couldn't tell you what else happens. There's a lot of weird lynching and shit. Uh, somebody told me, who, uh, Spencer, shout out to at the loneliest photon. Lonely photon. At the lonely photon. I like how I don't know him personally, yeah. but I know his ad better than you. Uh, who came to Connecticut once and said that all of Connecticut feels like a Lynch film. And it never feels seen like specifically Lynch. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Well, he said it feels Lynchian, and I'd never seen a David Lynch film, but then I watched Eraserhead and went, oh yeah, this is what Connecticut's like. Uh, kind of. Um, it's a weird movie. It makes you feel bad. Uh, it's a good movie. My favorite thing about David Lynch is that they interviewed him about it once, and he said, I would love to live in the world of Razorhead, which is, like, a terrible world, and he wasn't joking. Yeah, because he's, he's cool. again, I, he's I make cool. the joke where he's like, okay, time to put the nightmare goggles on. He puts them on, he goes, it looks better. Yeah. Uh, he's a cool guy. It was a good movie. It made me feel terrible. I don't understand totally what happened. Uh, I don't understand a lot of it. I've, I've been told that, like, part of the thing with David Lynch is that he doesn't necessarily have a specific message in mind. Well, it's just a movie that is good and you take away from. Well, I mean, he does have messages and stuff. Yeah, not. I mean, it's but not. It's not the. It's slate. not. It's not. It's not the message. It's more he likes to put in imagery and like it. Sometimes it just doesn't mean anything. Like Twin Peaks, a lot of Twin Peaks, there's just stuff in there that means absolutely nothing yeah. probably, but it, it's cool and weird. It's like, all right. At risk of sounding really dumb, I, I'm, I'm constantly risk of that. I'm always at risk of that. Uh, it seems kind of like almost like a, the equivalent of like a stream of consciousness writer where it's like not all of these things make sense together but their thing it's, it's kind of like the Tark the Tarkov Tarkovsky Tarkovsky. thing escape from Tarkovsky uh, the Tarkov <laughs> thing where it's like okay you know I'm making this film and it's more like a song than a story or whatever where you might you put these things together and like taking the entire film together it feels like, okay, there was a coherent vision for this, but there might not be a story that is, like, narratively coherent. Like, the story itself is not necessarily compelling, but, like, the imagery and the way that it's organized and the way that it's, like, laid out is. So, like, there's stuff in there that doesn't make any sense, like, if you tried to just explain it. But, like, when you watch the whole movie, you know, it's like looking at a painting, you know? Like, it might not make sense, but you can still say it's a beautiful painting or it made me feel a certain way. It's the same way I, I, I see his films, having watched one of his films. Yeah. So that, that's the culture we've consumed. What else has happened? Well, I also, I played Modern Warfare 2 a lot. You played a lot of Modern Warfare 2. Because that, that's the only thing available in my dorm room is <laughs> that. It's fun, because there's still guys hacking in it. So, like, you'll get in games where guys are just jumping 20 feet. It's all, end. like, guys in their mid to late 20s who are nostalgic for it, and then, like, South American teenagers who are hacking. <laughs> just getting, like... Getting shot 600 times in a row by a guy named, like, Manuel With a sniper Tom, rifle. Rodriguez, 2007, who's, like, shooting you through a wall. 
He's hot micing the whole game. You can hear his whole family, like, his mother and father arguing in the background. His dog is barking. And if he ever talks, he's just like, puto. And you're like, okay. Wait, that's Spanish. Yeah, well, maybe he's Brazilian. Maybe he's Spanish. He's from anywhere in South or Latin America. Yeah, Spain. Uh, It's a good game. I never played it really growing up. You played Red Dead 2 a lot. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead 2 because I'm a a PC gamer. And it came out on PC. Red Dead 2... What I'll say about it, uh, the story mode is very fun. I haven't played it in a couple days, actually. But, um, like, it, it delivers on the promise of an open-world game, which is that there's a big world and exploring it is fun. Most open-world games, it just turns into, like, a walking simulator or, like, oh, I have to go here, oh, especially Rockstar games. But uh, Red Dead 2, like, I would have that feeling, oh, I have to go here to start the next story quest, and it's, like, two miles away by horse. But then on the way there, I would have a good time. Either A, like, the scenery is just good, the map is beautiful. B, I would run into interesting side quests and, like, random encounters that were, like, actually engaging. It's just, it's a game to play, like, two hours of at a time. It's a good vibes game. It's a game to play while you're drinking an ice-cold beer. Like, it's just a fun game. The online, I haven't played much of. It's only fun with other people, like, playing with friends, like most online games. Uh... You can lasso each other, which is very funny. Um, it feels less empty than, like, GTA Online because it's the Wild West, so it's normal to not run into anybody for half an hour. It's a little bit grindy, and there's, like, premium currency, which sucks, but uh, it's fun. I, if you have 60 bucks to blow on it, I'd do it. If not, pirate and play the single player. Very fun game. Uh, what else have I been doing recently? Culture. Consuming, consuming products-wise. Uh, I don't, I don't like, no. I don't love products or brands. I love brands. The premium brands are sort of tech. Um, I don't know what else. I've been watching a lot of Dark Side Phil recently. Were you talking about him first? You were talking about him. Talking about him. Uh, so, so for those of you who don't, you explain Dark yeah, Side. Yeah, Dark Side Phil is a game streamer and YouTuber who's making content since like 2007, and he is. I, I describe him like this. I describe him as he's an idiot savant, like in the most literal sense, in that. He is perfectly good at being... He's perfect at being an idiot. He's the best idiot. He's the best at being an idiot. He's and, like, pe- people are gonna... Someone might, like, at him under this, or someone might be like, oh, Phil, they're... Because he has, like, this whole, like... De- they call, they're called detractors. I just told you this. He, he calls them detractors. He calls them detractors. And they, That's what like, I used to plow my fields. Detractors. I'm gonna hang myself over there. <laughs> but the detractors are, like, the guys that hate him and make videos about him. They're like, oh, Phil can't play video games. This is how you don't play. They're, like, eight hours long. It's, like... Making videos where it's like, oh, Phil begs his viewers. And, like, you're going to be like, oh, Phil, there's these new podcasts they're making where they talk about how they hate you. Phil, we love you. Like, we, we're going to call you a piece of shit. And, like, he's racist. You want to talk about how he's racist? Oh, yeah. So, uh, there's, like, a 45-minute, 30-minute compilation of Darkseid Phil being racist. racist. And, like, one of the, the, the first thing, like, the first thing in the video is him. Like, an Asian character comes on screen and he just goes, Oh, it's, it's Chiggy Chang Wang. It's like, and he says that. like, sleeping no. dogs. No. A game set in, like, where was it set? Like, Hong Kong? Hong Kong. And he sees, like, probably not the first Asian person in that game set in Asia. And it's, like, a cutscene, and it's, like, five seconds of total silence. And then he goes, oh, it's Chiggy Chang Wang. And then he laughs. Like, he, he's a dumbass. And he says Chiggy Chang. He's just going, like, oh, bing, bing, bing. And, like, you can't see what I'm doing. But, like, he's, like, he's incredibly racist. The weird thing about Jews that he did. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, but, like... He's a piece of shit. But he's, and, like, and he's no. like, the... He, okay, he's a man who's made his living... Because he does two things. Mostly, he just streams video games. And he's awful at it, and he's But he also at it. reviews fast food. And he... So, he does two things for a living. 
He doesn't play do it anymore. He doesn't review events okay. anymore. There's two things you're looking for. Reviews video games and has opinions. And he's terrible at video games, and he's terrible at having opinions. But like, he's great. That isn't the same as having a bad opinion. Because there's people who have bad opinions, but you can go, oh, they're having, like, it's an interesting take, or like, oh, they, they're, they're making, putting an interesting twist on this. He's bad, he has bad opinions, but he's bad at having them. Like, so we're going to talk a lot about his fast food reviews, which are his, most, are the best his most palatable content. He'll, like, review a hamburger, and he'll say things like, hmm, this hamburger is not as heavy as I'd hoped. Or, like, uh, he'll review a, a, a drink, like, a, 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 an energy drink, and, and, and comment on, like, the type, the coloring in it. Like, oh, oh, blue dye number one. Yeah, blue dye number one. Hmm, interesting. It's like, weird that Mountain Dew has bl- is blue. I, it's usually not blue. It's he'll like, say things about fast food. He'll drive to get fast food. Yeah, he'll drive 45 minutes to get fast food, like, away from his house to come back. And then he'll spend all this time setting up the camera, and then he'll be, like... He'll he'll talk about he'll the intro to the video will be four minutes long and then he'll finally take a bite and go, hmm, it's kind it's of cold. cold. It's like oh damn, Phil, I, I didn't know. Tone right, yeah. Uh, he'll like he'll complain about he'll go through a drive-through fast food. You go to a McDonald's drive-through, get like a hamburger of some type, and then he'll open it up and like open open the burger up and go, hmm, no, the lettuce is off center. This is bullshit. Like just like awful opinion. Like. I, it, like, there's a lot of fat food reviewers I respect. There's one. Review of the Week. Review of the Week. Uh, Report of the Week. Report of the Week. Review Bra. Review Bra, the king. Yeah, uh, get well soon. Like, he's just a... He has, he's not good at having opinions. A lot of these videos are with his girlfriend, who, like, I don't know what... Ex-girlfriend. Her, ex-girlfriend now. He has a wife now. He has a wife He's married now. now. He's the king. Uh, uh, everyone out there listening, Darkseid feels married and you're not. Fuck up. Darkseid feels happier than you are. He's not happy. Uh... Like, he'll just, like, his pizza reviews are awful. He only he, like, eats fast food pizza. He's like, oh, we got this, we got this local chain, and it's, like, a local chain that's only in where he lives. It's, like, but it's not, like, a local place. He's still like, like, a chain. For those of you who live, how, how are local is, like, Papa Gino's? That's mostly Massachusetts. Yeah. He'll say it's a local chain, and it's, like, there's, like, 30 restaurants like that. Like, or, like, he'll, uh, he'll talk about going to local restaurants, but he's talking about, uh, like, Pizza Hut. Or he'll talk. Well, the best thing he does is whenever he's talking about fast food, like he'll because he'll review new items. Like he'll say, like, "Oh, the new like you know whatever bacon burger from Wendy's." He'll talk. He'll be like, "Yeah, it's been in the news recently." And it's like the he news- talks about commercials and he refers to them as the news. <laughs> he's so cool. He's the dumbest man in America. And I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. Darkside feels good. Look but, him up on YouTube. Phil has this whole ecosystem of hangers on and social climbers around him, who like hate him. Because he is a piece of shit. He's an asshole to his fans. He's racist. He's like racist. He's he uh, is a beggar. He's a dickhead. Yeah, he's an e beggar. He's a dickhead to the people he plays online with. He'll be like, "Dude, you're a loser. You fucking played a thousand matches." It's like, a great, all you do is stream. There's a great clip of him slamming his controller down on the table and then going, like, because he does it a lot. And then going, "Oh damn, my 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 desk has all these dents in it from slamming my controller on the table." He's just like, again, he's made his living doing two things: having opinions and playing video games. And he's bad at both of them. And he's mad about it. He's a terrible person, but at the same time, we do love and respect him. So, like, they have all these these guys that, like, make videos where it's, like, hour-long compilations of him fucking up, and, like, they, they have all these videos of him where they're just, like, shit talk. Like, there used to be this, this, this like, faction of weirdos who would, um, like, known as the Sons of Kojima, who would be, like, who would be, like, make podcasts and watch his videos and fucking be like, oh, Phil. And they, like, fell apart due to infighting. Because they thought they were going to be huge because of this. And it's like, guys, if Phil stops making content, you get what you want. You're done. 
Mm-hmm. You have nothing to do. And it's like, they also have this weird thing where it's like, they want him to fail. They want him to like die on the street. Like they want him to suffer. And it's like, no, like the socialist project. You can't pro- hate Phil. The socialist project is that everyone should be able to like live a good pro- like life and shit. Yeah. And like Phil should be able to make this awful contest so that we can have Phil something to make fun of. chronic back pain. Medicare for all would help Phil, etc. But like, he's like, a, like, like, you know, they talk about like, what's the shit from Mars? Like you, under, under socialism, you can go fishing in the morning yeah. and like, go dancing at night or whatever. It's like that, but where Phil was just gaming 24-7. He's good he at He hates gaming now, though, because of this. Yeah, but he wouldn't hate it if he didn't have to do it to live. Same with, we won't talk about, we won't talk about... Wings. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Wings. We'll, our next episode is going to be about YouTube, guys. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about him, we're going to talk about Balanced Chugs. Some of the nostalgia. We'll talk about the nostalgia. I'm going to bite through a fucking, like, 2 by 4 Yeah. Bite through a wallet. Having a seizures, we're discussing <laughs> this nostalgia. We're, we need Billy Kahuna on for that. We do. At Billy Kahuna, follow him. Doesn't post a lot. Doesn't post, but he's a king. If you will ever just need like something to laugh at, just watch Darkside Phil's DSP tries it series where he tries food, like his actual series on the King of Hate vlogs. I think it's he's the King of Hate because like Phil's claim to fame is that he was the best Street Fighter player on in the country because he he got fourth place at a Street Fighter tournament back in the mid two thousands because they played a fucked up version of the game and he was the only American that entered. <laughs> he's a legend. He's failed upwards. He's like the original like fail guy kind of. He's the only good fail guy. Yeah. No, but yeah. He's You're like the, the only first, good fail guy. He's the original. Guy. I'm not. I'm just no. But to be a fail guy, you have to actually have become successful. Yeah. But he's kind of on hard times now. Whereas I am. He's had hard times the last ten years. He's had a hard time. Ever since he got fired from the Sikorsky fucking plant, which is what he used to God. use to. Darkseid Phil is complicit in imperialism. That is true. Yeah, Darkseid Phil was like building drones for the government, and then he got fired and became a streamer. professional just, gamer. How did he get fired? I don't know if you've he seen got laid off because the economy tanked. If I had to lay off one guy in my factory, yeah, I would pick Darkseid. Yeah, it would be Darkseid. Like, but he wasn't like a factory worker. He was like a desk guy. Yeah, he was an office worker. He went to a local uh, university. What else did he do? What else is his video stuff like? So That's it. He gets mad a lot. Oh, yeah, he makes, so he makes like videos that he makes video reviews that are bad. He makes unboxing videos. He wants me an unboxing video that was 15 minutes long and he forgot to unbox the game. Yeah, did not unbox the game. <laughs> Which is amazing. It was for a bad game. Why are we talking like, about him again? Just because he's cool. Because we've been watching. We've been consuming a lot of content of his. Of his and like. A watching little... a guy review a hamburger and uh, not say anything that would help you discern if the hamburger is good or not, but it's amazing. talking about things like the weight of the hamburger or the placement of the lettuce <laughs> is incredible. He'll uh, slap the burger. Like he'll slap the burger. It. He'll poke with his finger. The camera angles are uncomfortable. It's very lynching, probably. Um, you always you can hear him chewing. Yeah, it's PO, a lot of them are POV, so it feels like you're the one eating the burger and chewing it with your mouth open. Um, I don't know. Look, Twitter user Gashad Okuro, there's a zero in there. I don't know which one of the O's it is. Uh, great account. Used to be a scholar of Darkside Phil. Give him a follow. I, I'm, a, I'm pretty much a scholar. I, I'm a scholar of this internet. Gene Dangles, also a scholar of Darkside Phil. He's, he's a good YouTuber. Like, he's awful, but no, he's, he's great. Bad. If you're into that type of like, don't give him money. Two, don't watch his videos. But like, m- mid two thousands YouTubers who are just fucking reprobates. Like he's one of the he's best. He's one of the best. What else have we been consuming recently? Consuming. Well, consuming. well we're alcohol. Sloth has been drinking for like the last like, three I, we hours. We recorded this podcast once, and I was drinking throughout that because like I don't really. This is awful. And I don't you say want you don't want to do this, this, but you've been the one who's been begging to do this. Yeah, it's one of the, it's very dialectical. Um, <laughs> I like how you say it's the dialectic because the dialectic is the thesis is talking about wanting to do a podcast. The antithesis is not talking about not wanting to do a podcast, and the synthesis is, is doing, doing a podcast. podcast. Yeah, that's 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 what Hegel meant. 
Uh, I've never so, heard Hegel. So, so we're gonna, let's talk about... Talk about the Elon Musk. That's Elon in Musk. the news, right? So, well, yeah. So, yesterday, yesterday I Elon guess... Elon Musk, or, come to my house and suck my fucking dick. Oh, EDP445, great so YouTuber. Well, we'll talk about him on our YouTube videos, but he's he's the best. Just look him up. The only good YouTuber. Only good YouTuber. Good Other than Dark Side Phil. But, um, so Elon Musk unveiled his cool new Tesla car. The Cybertruck? Cybertruck. Cyberpunk. Elon Musk is such a fucker. But, so, my favorite thing about this truck is that no one's gonna buy it. It's just this thing where he's like, oh, I'm, I'm a genius. I think, I I know, I, he actually buys into his hype because he watches Rick and Morty. (laughs) Um. Rick and Morty's funny. And Full Metal Alchemist. He does watch Full Metal Alchemist. you like that, so you can't talk about it. Yeah, I love Full Metal Alchemist. Watch Full Metal Alchemist. Um, (laughs) Brotherhood. (laughs) <laughs> um, but what's the the question that I've been asking? Who's gonna buy the car, right? What's the demographic? Because there's truck guys who buy it, like there's I don't know anything against people driving a truck, obviously, but a lot of truck guys who spend a lot of money on trucks, they're not they don't buy a truck because they need a truck for their work or they're like, oh, I'm a redneck, I have a truck. They're like the guys that I grew up with. A lot of were like fake rednecks. Were like. They grew up in a college town. They have money. They're not really farmers, but they're culturally rednecks, which is to say that they're racist who drive trucks and wear, like, real tree camouflage. Those guys will spend a lot of money on a truck because they have tiny cocks. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, like, the liberal side of that spectrum is, uh, is like, the guys who buy Teslas because they have tiny cocks. But they're liberals. They're, like, ah, oh, fucking, uh, I don't know. They're, like, Kamala Harris people probably now. Like Pete, Pete Buttigieg guys. guys doing the dance. Athlete. Like I mean, a Tesla's a fine car until it like blows up or like hits a pedestrian when yeah. you're trying to auto park. Whatever. The people that pay for those are doing the high hope stance as they're purchasing the fucking. Yeah, Tesla. they're fucking rats. Um, so like the question is, a Tesla truck, who does it appeal to? Because it's two discrete groups of people that buy trucks or buy like buy cars they don't really need because of their small penis lengths. Uh. So, like, there's no middle ground. Like, who's buying a Tesla truck? My hunch, rednecks are not going to buy it because it doesn't look like a truck. It looks like a, it's gonna it be looks Tes- like a warthog from yeah, fucking Halo. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a warthog from Halo. Tesla guys will buy this truck, I guess. It's, it's really weird, too, because it's like a short truck. Like, it's but weird. it looks like shit. I mean, okay, it's cool. If I saw it right down on the street, I'd go, oh, that's cool. But if I saw it parked, I would key it extensively. In a video game you're playing. No, I'd key it. <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a written threat. Um, what else about it? It was funny that when he was displaying it, the guy went up the and window. threw it. It was like, oh, this is indestructible. They fucking threw it and it immediately had a hole. And they were yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, let's try, try it again. Yeah, it smashed two windows on it. Like, you don't need to, like, if I was, if they were just, if it told me they had normal windows that could be broken, I wouldn't hold that against them. Like, no one's going to do that. I mean, somebody on Twitter probably smarter than me had a thing about oh like people who buy Teslas are worried about civil unrest or something but like what they really should be worried about is like can we make a door handle that's immune to like somebody putting dog poop under it like so that you touch dog shit when you open the door like that kind of thing because that's what I'll do uh it's ugly the windshield is totally flat probably not safe I wouldn't drive one of those they're probably death traps I wouldn't trust a Tesla but I do really want a self-driving car people will say Like, okay, so people were like, oh, Elon Musk hates public transit. Like, he does. Look, I don't love public... I, I, I think public transit would be nice. I wish I lived in a place that had it. But, like, if I had a choice, like, me as an individual, if I had a choice between public transit and a self-driving car, I would choose a self-driving car. Yeah, but that's not Is sustainable. that politically sound? No. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, no. But, like, 
I would love to be able to take it, like, to, like, jack off when I go to work, or, like, take a nap when I go to work. I guess I could jack off while driving, but the only thing that the future, like, people thought the future would be good and not just how it is, the only thing that has been, like, that we've come close to delivering on is, like, a self-driving car. No hovercraft, no flying car. All the shit you want. No virtual, re- virtual reality sucks. It's, like, not that fun. The only people on listening to this is, like, my mom, because she... Going doesn't through. want me to work in a warehouse for the rest of my life. Oh, let me talk about that. Talk about work. Oh, talking yeah. shop again. Talking shop. So I work in a Federal Express ground warehouse. Uh, so if you order shit online, there's a good chance that either myself or someone like me handles your package. You know, no pun intended. Uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, it's a horrible place to work, really. I mean, I, I make about $15 an hour, uh, if, which is all right. Um, so you know those tweets that are like, uh, that like blue checks will make, or like media people make, where they're like, every woman is like a beautiful goddess with a million, who can speak ten languages and has five PhDs, and their boyfriends are all like troglodytes who don't shave and have podcasts. Every single guy I work with is one of those guys, and I'm also one of those guys. Uh, and so, like, it's a very interesting place. Like, a lot of, like, uh, t-shirts that say, like, sorry I'm late, I didn't want to be here. A lot of, like, black guys in Dragon Ball Z t-shirts. Like, um, a lot of, like, white guys with awful facial hair. It's just, it's a very, it's like, a lot of Puerto Ricans. There's one time, so on Halloween, they told us we could wear costumes to work, which, like, no one did because it's a warehouse. But this one Puerto Rican guy did it, and he wore Joker makeup. And I've tweeted about this, but it was probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. That guy's a king. I genuinely love him. He's, like, actually a cool guy. He's really good to work with. Um, it's, like, a, just a loud, awful... They built this building in, like, the 80s, and then they just kept adding on more and more conveyor belts to it as, like, e-commerce picked up. So it's... All the conveyor belts block out the light that comes from the ceiling, so it's a very dark building. It's kind of like Blade Runner vibes when you walk in. It's very loud. Uh, I hate going there. Uh, I think about crashing my car on the way home every single fucking day. Anyway, FedEx ground, they don't they treat us like shit. Uh, we're on an OSHA watch list because of how many injuries we've had. Uh, our managers told us that if an OSHA inspector talk, tries to talk to us, we should tell them that we don't speak English. Uh, it's not a good place. It's a very bad place. You want to talk? You love talking about your job. I love job. complaining about my job. I'm, 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 I work I'm, like 20 sorry, hours. I'm not, I'm not paying attention. I'm yelling at our friend that just said Italians are bad. I'm yeah, joining in on the yeah, dog pile. Italians are the only good Europeans. Besides maybe the French. Uh, and the Spanish. So, like, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, um, I work, like, 20 hours a week because I'm part-time, and they cut our hours because they're fuckers. I, sometimes I drive to work and only work an hour and a half or two hours. Um, uh, <laughs> fucking, also, if you're buying shit online, there's Fuck a you. PSA. No, yeah. it's fine. It's a reason I have a job. But here's two things you shouldn't buy on the internet. If you buy, like, anything you're embarrassed about, like, if you're buying big fucking horse cock dildos on the internet or something, if you're buying sex toys on the internet... Or if you're selling, buy, sending weed through the mail, I just want you to know that a lot of boxes break open in my warehouse, and we just leave all the shit that falls out on the side of the fucking door uh, until we can figure out where it goes. So, like, yesterday was a bunch of used math textbooks. Uh, I've seen shotgun shells piled up. Uh, a lot of books, usually, those break. People who use Sam's Club to do their grocery shopping will have all your grocery stuff sitting around. There's no privacy. I have smelled weed before in a trailer. I, I'm not a fucking snitch, so I didn't do anything about it, obviously, because I'm not a fucker. Uh, I've heard stories where, like, big boxes of, like, that are going to, like, sex shops of, like, like fucking, uh, 
like dildos break open and there's just dildos bouncing around the warehouse. I shipped a box Jesus of adult Christ. DVDs once to a porn shop. Uh, I found women's underwear once, like lingerie, just bouncing around a trailer. I was in a trailer two days ago that smelled like pickles, and then I opened up one of the like doors to the trailer, and it was covered in pickle juice. It's just a terrible place. People break their legs there a lot, arms and wrists and shit. Uh, what else have I found there? The fucking FedEx hour. Um, What's a good name for this episode? Oh, people buy wine. If you if you subscribe to a subscription based wine service, you should kill yourself. Ironically, uh, Wall Street Journal Wine Club. They send a lot of wine through the mail, and they break a lot because they're too fucking cheap to put good packaging. So this is wine like pouring all over the place. Uh, it's a cool place to work though. Everyone who works there is cool. Uh, people would just come up to you and be like, "Dude, we should go on strike." Like shit like that happens. It's great. Um, shouldn't talk about that. It's fine. It's never gonna happen. Anyway, what else has happened recently? What else well, is going on? Bolivia's still going on. Bolivia, that shit's fucked. Uh, just briefly, like nothing's really like I mean, other than the police just being like given a license to kill. Just Morales has fled to Mexico, which is unfortunate. I hope he starts. Yeah, I hope he starts a Twitch channel. Yeah, who starts? Who comes on our podcast? Yeah, uh, Evil Morales. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're welcome anytime. To uh, whatever that woman's name is, who's the new president? If you're listening to this, uh, fuck you. If you're listening to this, I like earlier how you got. You, what's her name? Like Nunez? You got tiny hands. Or something. Oh, I like. I like. I like how you described um, Trump as a like internet freak earlier. Yeah, like, that's all he's known for. No. Um. I mean, it's bad. It's like I mean, I don't want to do the thing that I always do, which is for fucking be stupid. Part of it is like, okay, if you have a police, the travel guys talked about this when they talked about Bolivia. Oh, well, there are 40 minutes in this recording to mention them. Uh, But like, part of it is like, okay, if you have like a socialist project and you still have a police force and like a large military, like, I'm not saying you can't, you, you, there's a way to get rid of those because it's kind of hard to do that. But like, they're always going to be a source of like antagonism because like, who wants to be a cop and who arrests, like the cops have no oversight at the end of the day because they're the ones who arrest people. So like, yeah, like, you kind of have to go all out, and, like, a revolution kind of has to spread beyond your national borders, or else it won't work, but, like, that doesn't, you know, so, like, yeah, like, it's not Morales' fault that he couldn't, like, do that. It's still awful what happened. It's a, it's a limit, it's a, I think it's a, it's, it's a sign of limitations of, like, quote-unquote socialism in one country, or, like, any of that shit. It's still awful, you know, long live Evo Morales, he's got a cool haircut, and he's a good guy, um... Hopefully, um, I mean, it's awful, it's depressing, it's fucking soul-crushing shit that happens. You gotta kind of, like, accept, if you're a leftist, that you're gonna just lose over and over again. That you might never win your entire life, you might not have that feeling of victory. But it's better to accept that than to sell out and, like, accept a half-measure as victory. I mean, I want Bernie Sanders to win, but, like... What I really want is to be able to go to my boss and tell him to go fuck himself and take all his money. If you work at if you work at a FedEx warehouse and by chance your 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 sort manager's name is Jesse, uh, he's a fucker and you probably know he's a fucker and uh, yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. that was I probably that bad that you did that. I don't that. give a fuck. Fuck that guy. You're asking me to cut that later. No, I'm not. Uh, um, what else has been happening? Oh, the Pete Buttigieg dance and uh, that he did live at the at the debate. That's good. That's what socialism is like. Uh, it's big mass like, athletic things. Uh, he's fine. I'm voting for him. He's good. My roommate's voting for him. <laughs> My roommate on air who likes him. Yeah, one of these guys does. He's a boomer. He's he a searches boomer. funny video on YouTube. <laughs>
Uh, I don't know. What else? The, the, the debate fucking sucked ass. Tom Steyer or Rich Tom Steyer, Steyer, whatever his Tom Steyer, a comedian. Uh, looks like he's trying to get his wife and kids back. <laughs> like he has to win the presidency and they'll What's win the back. What's the woman's name? Is Liz Warren? Uh, Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, she she looks like like every time she asks a question, she obviously doesn't want to have to answer it. So she's so mad that she can't just throw her like her notebook across to the moderators. She she looks like the villain in like a movie that's like set in the Cold War where it's like a Soviet spy who kills you. Uh, I don't know, Bernie Sanders has some good zingers, I think. I, I mostly was yelling at the TV while I was watching it. Uh, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic about the Sanders campaign and, like, its limitations, but, like, also, I really fucking wanted to win. Like, I don't know, there's limits, like, oh, yeah, you gotta be a communist, like, fucking... I like how you said that in the toilet flush, because, oh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a shit socialist, yeah. dumbass. Like, you gotta be a communist, like, there's no, like, bourgeois elections are worthless, whatever, but also it's, like... Bernie's, like, a cool guy. Like, yeah, it'd be better if he was president. It wouldn't be socialism, but, like, there might be less wars and shit. Like, you might get more money at your job. That'd be good. Like, he's a cool... I, I, I feel like he's a cool guy. He's trying his best. Like, I'll vote for him happily. I will not vote for anyone else. I don't give a fuck. Bernie bro over here. Yeah, I'm a fuck you. Uh, I think that's... That's about it. That's what about else? Does anything else good happen? Sound off in the comments if you'd yeah. like to kill. So, well, if you'd like to kill my co-host with a gun, sound off in the yeah, comments. Yeah, let me know. Um, um, what are you looking forward to in the next week? Jacking the fuck off. Yeah, jacking the fuck off. Okay, so my, my roommate Sam is walking in and out of this recording, so like you've been hearing some random guy talking, that's him. I'm looking forward to, um, what's what's happening next week? Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving's the I'm, best holiday. This is the This is the Thanksgiving episode. I'm this putting this up before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, it's thankful for Sam, what are you thankful for? Um, shit. I'm thankful for uh, Karl Marx. I'm thankful for Pete Buttigieg. It's really <laughs> the most important. I'm thankful for being a member of the first episode of the world's most famous podcast <laughs> in about two to three years. But no, um, I'm thankful for the, the crisp, refreshing taste I like, of Keystone Light. I like I like Thanksgiving. I like being able to eat like dinner with my family and like going to my grandma's house. And it's the last. It's the last holiday my mom doesn't have to worry about for, like, two months. Because, like, there's Christmas, and there's my brother's birthday, and then... It's like if Christmas was... Like, I like Christmas, but, like... I love Christmas. Thanksgiving is good for me because I don't cook. So, like, Christmas I have to worry about, like, oh, I gotta buy people shit, and I'm bad at buying gifts for people. Like, I'm not good at finding what people like. I just end up buying everybody soap or something. Thanksgiving is, like, what if you had Christmas, but instead of, like... Like, instead of doing all this weird gift shit, you just had a big meal and had a good time. That's ideal to me. It's a socialist holiday. Karl Marx invented it, whatever. I do like decorating shit for Christmas. Also, if you put a Christmas decoration before Thanksgiving, you're a fucker. You're a neoliberal. You're the same guys who are ordering off of Chewy.com. Yeah, rats. You fall into the same shit. category. Fascists. Uh, Chewy.com was founded by Adolf Hitler. It's the worst company ever made. If you order shit from that, I try my best to break your possessions while I'm shipping them. End the podcast, you rat. Alright, well, we'll end the podcast. Um... Tune in next week. Tune in next. So the podcast uh, next time, I'm gonna put this in the description or whatever the fuck. I want. I'm gonna set up an email account so people can send us questions. And by that, I mean it's going to be a lot of spam emails. What we do with Twitter accounts though? Because exactly. make a curious cat. Yeah, I'll just make a curious cat, and we'll have people send questions. Make a Twitter too. And we're gonna we're gonna do that. So next week or whatever. We'll probably read a couple questions at the end. If you listen to this, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm setting this up based, like, the, the the format of this is kind of based on a podcast that you still listen to that doesn't exist anymore. And I miss it. But, um, 
So yeah, that was episode zero of Assemble at the Treehouse. God damn it. To the treehouse? Let's to the treehouse!